Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome to this week's edition of the Auburn Live Recruiting Show. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3, and I'm joined, as I always am, by Mr. Keith Neaver, Mr. Cole Pinkston, and Mr. J. Head. How about you, fellas? Yes, sir. How about you? All right. I'm all right. Appreciate you uh, asking. Hey, a lot going on this week. A lot going on this week. Auburn has had studs at every practice so far, and that will only continue on Friday. Monday was a handful of stud recruits on campus. Wednesday was another three to four. And Friday, uh, my goodness, it's, it's almost a big cat list, to be honest with you. We are rec- recording this show on Thursday, March the 16th, pre uh, the Auburn basketball game. Auburn Tigers play host to – or play host to – they play the <laughs> Iowa Hawkeyes today. Pretty much. First round, yeah, in Birmingham. So by the time you're listening to this, we will know whether or not Auburn is advancing or coming home. Uh, before we get started, folks, we want to uh, answer all the emails and, and comments from last show about who can they call to find, find a house. we got the answer for you, man. Jessica Andrus with the Talons Group. Jessica Andrus, 334-704-4442. Uh, give her a call. She can do it all, folks. Investment property, uh, residential, Auburn, Opelika, Lee County. She even uh, manages some flips sometimes. So, uh, <laughs> has, some, has some good luck doing that Five-star agent, give her a call, 334-704-4442, and tell her we sent you. All right, let's, uh, let, let's, let's take this show in chronological order for this week. Monday, Auburn had a return to practice after a week off for spring break. Didn't waste any time getting recruits back on campus. Uh, some, of the, some of the top recruits that were there were Jalen Crawford, the top 100 cornerback from Parkview, his teammate Antonio White, who was an emerging DB prospect for Auburn. Uh, Kamarion Franklin, the number one player in Mississippi. J- Jalen Mbakwe, the number one player in Alabama, also a Bama commit. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody, Cole. Monday, um, Bradley Frank. Shaw. Bradley, Bradley Shaw. Jameer Grimsley. Jameer Grimsley, four-star linebacker from Hoover, is Bradley Shaw. Jameer Grimsley, uh, I think he's a three-star uh, on some networks, and he is an athlete from Tampa Catholic. Yeah. Uh, there were some other guys there. Those were the main guys. Um, if you haven't, you can read about all of their. So I tell you who we forgot: Big Dog Casey Poe. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah Big yeah. Dog Casey Poe, interior offensive lineman from from Texas, was in Auburn for his first visit. Gotta like what that kid said. Gotta like what Jalen Crawford said. Some impressive uh, things they had to say after their visit. And then Wednesday, it was another. Three to four guys who were uh, Justin Green, big dog defensive lineman from Georgia, the uh, top ten defensive lineman. Joe Phillips. <laughs> yes. Four-star four Jack from Tuskegee. And then the four-star wide receiver, Perry Thompson, who is committed to Alabama, was also back, I think, for his second visit since January. Um, so two, Al- two of Alabama's top in-state commitments both visited Auburn this weekend or this week. And I thought it was uh, impressive that Auburn had the number one player in Alabama, uh, Jalen Bakwe. They had the number one player in Mississippi, Kamarion Franklin. Today, Thursday, uh, K.J. Bolden, the number one player in Georgia, arrived for possibly an overnight visit. Uh, pretty decent week, Jay Head. As a fan, what were you, uh, were you impressed with, with what you saw? I don't see any way you couldn't be impressed, Jay Lee. Uh, look, the way they are allocating their time and doing it smartly, by bringing a diverse group of kids on campus each and every day that they have practice. They're not overloading one or the other. They're making sure that they're allocating their resources smartly and accurately to guys that they have legitimate interest in and that those prospects have legitimate interest in Auburn. And then you look at the quality. These are guys, to quote Wesley McGriff, they're top shelf. We're not taking a bunch of stiffs here. You know what I mean? You're not bringing in a bunch of kids from – uh, the Alabama school of the blind and deaf. You know what I mean? These are guys that are top-end prospects that every SEC team wants, or the large majority of them that they have offers out to. So seeing kids, the quality of a Joseph Phillips, the quality of, you know, uh, the green kid from uh, from Georgia, Jalen Crawford, guys that have Auburn high on their board and we have high on our board, the more you get them on campus, the better off you're going to be. And I just love what I'm seeing, and that's not even – this is just talking about what's been on campus. We haven't even tra- transitioned yet into what will be on campus this coming Friday, which is even more impressive than what we've seen today. Cole, you were there Monday. You were there Wednesday. Some of the things uh, that really stuck out to you. Any um, Anybody that you walked away going, hmm, 
Okay. Yeah, definitely Jalen Crawford. Um, I, maybe Casey Poe too. Those two on Monday, and then Wednesday. I, I know what he said. I know what Perry Thompson said. Um, he made a big to do of it. I guess you would say that it's between Auburn and Alabama, and I believe him. But I, I think Alabama's got the big edge right now. I, I think Auburn's got a long yeah. way to go still, personally, and that's just a gut feeling from talking to him from. Um, trying to figure out his recruitment. So, um, but the other two, man, I could definitely see Jalen Crawford ended up at Auburn, um, depending on how Georgia pushes Clemson. Those seem to be the other two. Uh, you know, his his recruitment uh, reminds me a little bit of Nylon Green not too long ago, who, yeah. who ended up at Georgia. Sort of sort of similar type players and all that too. So interesting. Maybe maybe Auburn changes that this time and, and gets him. Uh, I think it's. I think they got a good shot. So um, Casey Poe, too, man. I felt good about him before he he came Monday, and I, I left feeling the same way from that from talking to him that day. And um, of course, he was sweeping through a, a bunch of schools, but I think Auburn was was one he was. You know what? I think there's. It, it seems like when I talk to these guys, it seems like there's a challenge put on these guys from the coaching staff at Auburn, and it starts with Hugh Freeze. He, he's sort of. He'll challenge you a little bit. It seems like, hey, don't make a decision without coming here. Are you kidding me? You're gonna you gonna have to come see it first before you do anything. It seems like they're he's telling them that, and uh, even Ben Agamala kind of hinted at that. So, yeah, they got nothing to lose. Why not? Why not? Yeah, jump in here, y'all. You guys are the ones that were there talking to, but you know, George is always going to be a threat if, if it wants to be with with a majority of the top guys in Georgia. Not always. There's some kids that have no ties to that state, just happen to live there and want to go play at Michigan or Ohio State or USC or whatever. But I will say this, that, you know, once their national presence started to really grow, they're recruiting all over the place. And I think that is that is cracking the door open for a school like Auburn to go in and get some A-level guys in the state of Georgia now. Again, if Georgia decides to go all in on a guy, it's still going to be problematic. Yeah. Uh, but, again, when you look at where Georgia's picking up kids now, California, Texas, all over the place, and I think that gives enough of a window, enough of a, a crack of the front door to allow a school like Auburn to get in there and, and you know really build that relationship and make Georgia, if they decide to really heavily pursue a kid, sweat it out some. So that, to me, that's a perfect example of, of potentially that happening. So, Cole, maybe this would be one where Auburn can, can get it done. But, uh, you know, that, that's one of the things that happens, you know, when a school starts recruiting nationally. And Auburn, Auburn's been there before. Uh, your backyard isn't the priority that it once was. And, uh, you know, because you're, you now have your pick of anybody. Uh, but, again, that's there's plenty of great players in Georgia. And if Auburn can just go up one level – on eight to ten guys a year from where it's been recruiting, that's significant in that state. I was peering over the list for Friday, and folks, it is big cat worthy. It really is. I just counted them up. I had Dylan Stevenson on here, and I believe at one point he um, had planned to visit tomorrow. I don't think he is. Uh, he's no longer expected to visit, so I'm taking him off, and that leaves nine. Four-star recruits expected to be in, and not just any, uh, not just any four-star recruits. We're talking five of the top 100. Mm. You got the number three overall player, KJ Bolden, number 44, Jalen Hayward. I'm sorry, is it Jalen? Yeah, he, you right. always mess yeah, this up. Is right. it Jalen Hayward? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Well, usually when Keys, yeah, Jalen Hayward. Usually yeah, when Keys got it, your head now that you're, yeah, you're yes, right. it's not Jalen. Yeah. Jalen Hayward, uh, number forty-four overall. Um, Daniel Calhoun is a big one, offensive yes. tackle, number seventy-two overall player. Uh, and then of course Walker White, he's at one hundred six. Uh, but Chance Robinson's coming up, the number ninety-seven overall player. Uh, then you've got four stars like Caleb Oden, Oden, one twenty-four overall. Uh, Bray Staley, 254 overall. Lot. I mean, seriously, if this was a big cat list, it may be about five or six away from being an impressive big cat list. Yeah. But for a – and this isn't even a day. This is the first scrimmage of the spring on a Friday. 
Very impressive. Keith, what do you think? I love it. And you're going to get a lot of these kids to spend the night probably too. And, you know, we were always wondering, you know, how does it work if you don't have a – if you're not practicing or scrimmaging on the weekend, is that going to be bad for you? Well, in this case, it might be pretty good for you. You know, you're going to have kids all there all day Friday. Then they're going to get the scrimmage. Then a lot of them are probably going to spend the night and then it's just kind of chill out the next day. So, I mean, it's – I mean, a guy that I talked to um, last night, Amaris Williams, four-star defensive lineman from North Carolina is coming in. Didn't even really know that, that Auburn was on his radar. And he says, hey, not only am I coming – they're going to get an official visit. And, and there's more guys like that. I'm telling you, there's, there's guys popping up. They're, they're doing a lot of work that we see, and they're doing a lot of work that we don't see, Jeffrey, except when, until these guys end up on these visitors. I think Daniel Calhoun, to me, is kind of the one I'm going to pay the most attention to because, you know, he visited Auburn in the past. He liked Auburn, and they kind of, you know, coaching change. They, they, he's putting out top eights, top tens, whatever, no mention of Auburn, and, you knew they were going to get him back on campus. You just knew it. And if they can kind of make some kind of ascent with him, that's significant. I'm telling you, they're in it with a lot of offensive tackles. It, it, you know, they really are. And uh, I think they got a chance to hit a home run on the offensive line this cycle. I still believe – I really believe that. And this this looks like that, that's heading in the right direction. Did I see – is Jonathan Daniels on the list too for, for Friday? Or I not? did not see him. Okay. Okay. Well, we know he's coming too. That's another offensive tackle from – down in Pensacola, but no, it, it's impressive. I mean, I, I don't, I don't necessarily love their chances with KJ Bolden who arrived today. Jeffrey, I think you broke that story, but he's visiting, and you just never know, right? You never know. There's a whole new vibe, a whole new momentum surge. Uh, now we get you, to also the second thing I'm following is we're going to get to see what Walker White can do in person. Right on. These kids. He's in Arkansas. He sees more of the Dallas, Texas, Louisiana, Houston kids in camps and settings like that. So now he's going to get to spend some time with kids in Auburn's neck of the woods or from Auburn's neck of the woods. We're going to get to see what kind of recruiter he is in person. He's hit up dozens of kids. Every time I talk to a kid, yeah, I just heard from Walker. So what can he do in person? What can he do in person? He's a pretty impressive young guy. So Yeah, he's he's all in on the recruiting thing. Yeah. There's no Keith, doubt. Keith, I thought about you today. Um, Jeremy Johnson, on three, Jeremy Johnson had a story about some twins from Miami, Tycleen and Taku Hill. Yeah, yeah, I talked to them a couple weeks ago and decided not to write about them. They're edge rushers from Miami, Norland, I believe. Yes. Um, they say they want to visit Auburn, but I couldn't really uh, – there wasn't a, they didn't have enough info to really – you know, I don't know. What 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 was in that story today? Uh, they're a package deal. They're twins. Yeah. Um, Auburn has made Taku Hill feel like a priority when he's been on campus. Apparently they visited. Um, when I went over there, they showed a lot of love. It was like they wanted me over there. Um, so I, I thought they I, visited the last staff. I don't know if they visit. Have they visited recently? N- not to my knowledge. Yeah, they were, that they was were one big of those, targets for Rock. Bell yeah, that's County, my concern. They, they they don't really know now. They say I think Ron Roberts, the defensive coordinator, I think he might have been the one to go to their school in the spring. Yeah. Again, they yeah. just didn't have a lot of info. They weren't sure if for sure they were going to visit and all that stuff. But yeah, obviously they're they're physically very impressive. They're tall and lean. Um, and, and again, I, I ran into them at a camp down in Orlando a couple of weeks ago, but I just didn't get a feel for their recruitment. But I, they're not, I mean, I, they're saying they're going to visit at some point this spring, is about all I can tell you. And I, I, I um, that was, those were just some guys, when you say, you know, they're, they're recruiting guys that we don't even know about, that, that was kind of what oh, yeah, in my yeah, head. Yeah. Let me just give a quick run on everybody because it's more than these four star guys. Walker White's going to be here. KJ Bolden arrived today. Daniel Calhoun, the big offensive tackle. Jeremiah Beeman. Top priority at defensive line coming down from Parker. Chance yeah. Robinson's coming up from St. Thomas Aquinas. Jalen Hayward coming up from Rockledge. He's committed to Georgia. Amaris Williams, Keith talked about him. Braylon Staley uh, from South Carolina is coming over. Caleb Odom's coming over from Carrollton, Georgia. Colton Heinrich coming up from Fort Lauderdale. Big tight end from Cardinal Gibbons. Uh, Malachi Tolliver from Cartersville, Georgia. Chris Peterson, safety from Westlake in Atlanta, home of... Cam Newton, right? Cam Newton. Khalil House, a big interior offensive lineman. Xavier Hamilton, that linebacker from Navarre, is coming back. Uh, Jamison Riggs. Big uh, one. Big one. Uh, a couple of uh, – listen, kicker, they're going to sign a kicker. And they've got a couple of them coming. Uh, Maz Prosny and Towns Mago from Auburn High School. And, uh, listen, there's some uh, 20, 25 guys. Jordan Crawford, who's expected to be one of the top players in the country, Parker defensive lineman is coming down. Naheem Offord is also 
from Parker, has an all, early Auburn offer, and, of course, Malik Autry is coming over from Opelika. Uh, I think uh, well over 20 guys are going to be there. We're expecting Auburn to scrimmage and all of these guys to arrive mid-morning, get a good tour of the campus, get to sit in on some meetings, kind of get a feel of what playing in Auburn would be like should they choose. Will Auburn pick up any commitments from this group or hmm. anytime, any, any, anytime soon? It's a decent question, probably one we should ask ourselves every once in a while. Um, I don't have anybody. It's tough. I, Jay Lee is so nuanced now with how recruitments go down. Like you said, it, 20 years ago, kids used to come out and say, hey, I just committed. You know, it was a situation where they were ecstatic to talk to, to media. And now yeah. it's, you know, they want a graphic and they want to break it on social media or they have an announcement time. So it's it's much more nuanced. And, look, the coaching staffs also want to make sure that this hits at the right time so that they can capitalize on momentum as well. So maybe this is a situation where you do pick up a silent commit, but it doesn't actually come out for several more days so they can kind of sequence several commitments in a row. But I don't know if there's anybody on our radar, and maybe I don't want to speak for you guys, but on my radar for sure that I think is ready to commit right now. But I feel really good at the direction of the way recruiting is going, the relationships they're building, you know what I mean, the foundation they're building. And then maybe this will start to pay off probably, you know, back end of April, May, going into June, which is a heavy commitment month. June, July, and August are now the big commitment months as far as summer OVs are concerned and everything else. Yeah, I think April the 8th is the 8A game, obviously. But I think after that, if you've got some, you want to come out of 8A creating some momentum going into the offseason, um, especially in recruiting. I could see maybe some coming in mid to late April, right before get, getting some momentum going to, to the summer camps, summer official visits. Yes. And, you know, one guy we'll be keeping an eye on, Cole, Joe Phillips, who visited yesterday on Wednesday. Right. And, you know, you asked him about timeline, and he said, you know, I, I still would like to do it in March, but I I, I still want to take my official visits. Well, I, I got to tell you, I was really surprised, um, and, and Chad Simmons is awesome. He gets all he gets all the scoop, man. He's fantastic. <laughs> um, when he came out and said, you know, he was going to wait because the dude was gung-ho about March. He said, it's happening in March. His coach is like, it's happening in March. You better bank on it. And they said, but we do need to see these places first. And I asked him, I kind of went into that with him too. I was like, so you've been where? He said, Georgia, uh, Clemson, named a couple places. I said, Florida, Florida State. State. You got to yeah. go where? And he's like, Texas A&M. Penn um, State. Penn State, Arkansas. I said, okay, so we're getting a little closer here to you having seen everybody you want to see. You know, where are you at? Where are you at with that? And he was like, well, I can't remember exactly what he said, but I still want to do it as soon as possible. I want to get in the boat somewhere is what he told me afterward too. That is a big deal to him. I got to get somewhere before it fills up. Whatever, whatever these coaches are telling, that seems to be a big deal to him. So, and that doesn't just mean Auburn. That means anywhere that might be filling up at his position. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And he made notice of going out to practice, and he, he goes, you know, I'm looking at the Jack group. He said, I know they need a couple more guys, but that's never going to be a big group. They're kind of specialized guys, you know. He said, he said it's a small group, but each guy in there looks like a monster. He said, and they want me to play that, and that's big to me. He said, but I know there's never going to be a lot of bodies in that group, so if I want in, I better get in. You know, that that was the main thing he was trying to say. They were, there were there were only like five people in the room. This is Joe Phillips talking about the uh, the Jack linebacker room after uh, his visit yesterday. They have giants in that room. It means I have a better chance to come in and play next year. They're only going to be like two to three because Auburn's going to be losing some uh, to graduation. Um, so I have a good chance to come in and play. As far as his um, 
far as his timeline goes. Of course, his official visit, that's already set in stone. I don't know the date, but I'm coming. I'm coming back yeah. for sure. And right. we, Not a huge breaking news there anyway. But he said, quote, as far as the commitment timeline, I still want it to be March, but I think I'm going to wait until after my OBs. I want to enjoy that aspect too. Right. So either way, man, he, he's not far from it. We all think Auburn's in the driver's seat here. I don't think anybody in the country would argue with us on that. Yep. It's just a matter of uh, when and not if. So um, he would be a very big piece to this 2024 puzzle. That's That smells like a, one where a guy may take two official visits in June, Auburn's his third official visit, and then they've kind of gone over something like I, that. You know. I, would, I think I me and you are on the same page, and I think those OVs are going to go to Florida State, Clemson, and Auburn, and then this – Hopefully, this kid wants to take five official visits, but you know that can get kind of tiring. Yeah, for for family members, you know, they have jobs. You know, funny, funny you ask that, Keith. And, and when Joseph, when Joe, excuse me, when Joe goes to Auburn, he goes by himself for the most part, um, or with his buddy Elijah Hall, who is a recruit. Um, I think he goes with family to the other ones. The only reason, hey, I can just ride up whenever, you know. I don't yeah. really need the family to go. I, I yeah. can... Mom and dad don't have to be off work for me to ride up the interstate yeah. right? practice. But I did ask him because we were taking pictures, and, and I could tell they were ready to go, you know. Uh, and he's like, man, I, I, I gotta, I'm I kind of getting tired of the picture thing. I ain't got no more, po- I ain't got no more poses, okay? That's all I got. <laughs> I get it. I said, what about the recruitment thing? Are you getting tired of that yet? And he goes, no, I still like it. Okay. All right. I would too, man. I, if everybody wants you. How, how could that be terrible? You know what I mean? Everybody's trying but, to get you on campus. I, I'm sure it gets old, but for a while it's it's fun. I bet it's like staying in a hotel. It's fun for a couple of days, but after a week, you're not having fun anymore. Ready well, to, to you to use his uh, analogy, um, you know, the girlfriend analogy. He's got a lot of girlfriends pulling at him right now. He's got a yeah. lot of schools that want him. A lot. Yes, of, he does. He, he's yeah. getting flirted with a lot. You know. And if uh, you're a 16, 17-year-old uh, boy, probably don't want that to end for a couple more months. That's what it was like for Jay Head back at uh, George Washington <laughs> Elementary. You know? He was a two-timer. He's getting, he getting, he getting all those hearts on Valentine's Day like Billy Madison. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, if I had one heart, it was a good Valentine's Day. I promise you that. It's funny. Oh. Uh, let's see. What's up with – and then, of course, Auburn will practice after fr- Friday. Auburn will take the weekend off, come back Monday, Wednesday and Friday of next week, which will be the 23rd. Still, more guys expected to come already, planning to be on there. Still waiting to see Cam Coleman. That's kind of where I am with all this right now. Yeah. I've seen all these yeah. guys come from out of state, come from out of region, come from Texas. Hell, there's going to be Arizona – uh, Dylan Hip was here. He was another one we forgot about on Monday. Dylan Hip, tied in from Arizona, was here. Casey Poe from Texas. Got guys coming from North Carolina, South Carolina, uh, Arkansas. So, uh, but the one guy from in state who has not visited at least lately is the future five-star wide receiver Cam Coleman. I kicked over some rocks the other day, and. There's not, a, not there's not concern from Auburn at least. They're expecting him to visit soon for this this spring, I'm guessing. And uh, but until he does, I'll I'll still be looking for his name. Yeah. To so, show up. Yeah, and my intel matches yours. It sounds like he's had a pretty busy seven on seven schedule, Jay Lee, and he hasn't really visited a lot of schools. Are they playing seven on seven right now? They are. It's seven really? on seven season. Yes. Here's another way. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, Keith. Jump in. Here's another way to look at it. Justin Ross visited Auburn more than I thought was humanly possible. EJ Williams was going to Auburn from like his 10th grade year all the way through. Carmelo English was at Auburn all the time, and none of the three ended up at Auburn all from the same school. So usually we say follow the visits, but that may be more applicable if somebody's from Birmingham or Atlanta or Mobile or Jacksonville or Orlando. Um, yeah, Rashawn Evans was another guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you Shit, look at Quay Russo and James Smith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. At a certain point, I think that follow the visits is more important if a guy is 
in Atlanta, let's say, than, than he is right down the road. I, you know, so, it, but you're right, Jeffrey. I'm, I'm, I keep thinking, man, this, when's this guy going to visit here? I'm the one that's on the hook with a, an on three recruiting machine prediction for, for Auburn. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, good, good <laughs> you and I had picks on Tony Mitchell too, but we're not gonna we're not gonna go in that direction, I guess, bad, on this show. But ooh. bad bad day for that pick. Mm. Yeah, but I, I think Kentucky's the only school he's visited this spring so far, and then the seven on seven schedule has kind of okay. been jerking him around a little bit. And so the hope is that once he gets beyond or gets kind of a break in the window, that's when the visits will start to kind of happen was, for him. Not at LSU and Texas A and M recently. Maybe he was. Maybe he was Keith. I'll have to go back and look and see if he's visited both of those schools. But my understanding was it was the seven hundred seven schedule that's kept him from being at Auburn. Maybe um, Keith. Maybe uh, with Central Phoenix City wide receivers, it's how little they visit. Uh, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never know. He was at LSU March the tenth, so last weekend, and also Florida State. And A and M. I don't see a visit, but that may may not have. Uh, been accounted for on his profile. I was looking at the Alabama, the Alabama rankings, on three industry industry ranking for the state of Alabama. Of the top five guys in that ranking, I think all of them except him. So you've got Jalen Mbakwe, who visited Monday, Demarcus Riddick, who's been who was here January and who continues. He'll be back. I don't have any doubt about that. Demarcus Riddick, yeah, but he he's already. He told me Friday on the phone, Jeffrey, but I think he was still trying to figure out a, a specific date. Like and he's, tomorrow, he's, he's supposed to be there on the 17th. But, again, he was trying to figure out a date. So He'll, he'll be back. I don't have any question about that. So, uh, Perry Thompson was here yesterday. Jordan Ross, the four-star edge from Vestavia, was here, I believe, January. Yeah, he was here for the junior day, was he not? That's what I was thinking, the big yeah. junior day. Cam Coleman is the fifth one. Uh, Jeremiah Beeman's coming tomorrow again. He's been here several times already. Traveris Banks, Keith, I think that's one of your dudes that you've been yeah. following pretty closely. Yeah. I, I can't remember if he visited for that junior day or not. Kevin Riley is another kid from Tuscaloosa. Both the Tuscaloosa kids did, Jeffrey. Okay. Mario Craver was here for junior day. Bradley Shaw was here yesterday. So of those top ten players in the state, all of them has, have visited at least once since January, except Cam Coleman. Yeah, and Shaw was here the day after the junior day. He was part right. of that group that came he's in, been here so twice. he's been here twice. And Cam Coleman was scheduled on that day, and he didn't. He uh, he, was, he, he had gone to Kentucky the day before. Yeah. He came to visit. He was just kind of tired, you yeah. know. And that that is a little bit of a haul from Lexington back down to sure. uh, Auburn. Oh, for sure. And and, and that, communicating with these guys, he knows he's a priority. He knows he was the first 2024 receiver offer for Marcus Davis and Hugh Freeze. So. Now, obviously, you want the guy to visit. I'm not suggesting otherwise, but like, like, I mean, if Jeffrey's sources are saying, "Hey, don't worry about it yet," you know, probably... there's a lot of confidence there. Yeah. Not that they're going to get him, but that they're definitely in it, and that he's going to yeah. visit. Bradley, uh, I'm sorry, the next three guys in that in-state ranking: Sterling Dixon, who's committed to Alabama; uh, Jamarian Burnett, who's been to Auburn, who's here from January. Joseph Phillips, excuse me, Joe Phillips has been here three times since January, including yesterday. Um, and then 14 and 15, uh, Kavion Henderson. Arkansas Auburn, commit. Arkansas commit. I don't think Auburn's very high on him. Yeah, I checked in with him a few weeks ago. He hadn't really heard much. Nothing's yeah. always changed. But. And uh, Malcolm Simmons from Benjamin Russell. I think he was here for January. Yeah, he was. That's the athlete, right? Athlete from Benjamin yeah. Russell, sure is. Yeah, he doesn't have. He does not have an Auburn offer yet, correct? I don't think so, and I don't think Kavion Henderson does yeah. does either. So I think of the thirteen top thirteen players in the state, according to the On Three Industry Ranking, all of them have visited recently in the past couple of months. I don't know that Sterling Dixon is, and I don't know that Auburn's. Um, I'm not sure he's super high on the. Board. I was going to say, I, I don't think you know. But we'll we'll count him anyways. But of the thirteen top thirteen players, Sterling Dixon, the Alabama commitment, hasn't visited since this year, this calendar year, and and, and Cam Coleman, those two guys. I thought Dixon came to, for the junior day, but I, I thought he, he I, I thought he, he might have too. He yeah. did. He, he was an early departure. Okay, so he That's was here. We didn't catch him. So of the thirteen top in state wow. players, only Cam Coleman has not visited this calendar year that we're aware of. Well, we know, <laughs> that we know of, yeah. So. Herein lies the question. Can Auburn do what we've been talking about probably for the last two years? 
which is of the top 15 players, can they get around half? Can they get theirs and keep teams like Georgia and Clemson? Because, look, Alabama's going to get theirs, okay? We know that they're going to get theirs. That's just how it works. But can Auburn be that second team in the state that gets the large majority of that top 15, that group that has those NFL traits and potential to really kind of raise the floor of where we are or where we have been as a program? That's a great point. It's, but it's a little trickier because here's, let me give you an example. One of the guys inside that top 15, Kavion Henderson. Well, we don't think Auburn's pushing for him. So that, that take 15, now you're down to 14, right? Uh, Tavares thanks. Go ahead, Jeffrey. Well, I'll, let's put it to top 20 because you've got yeah, Jaden okay. you got Jaden Lewis at 19 and you've got Amon Lane at 20. And I like that. I, so yeah, Auburn's got good. two of the top 20. Um, of course, Alabama, Georgia, and Alabama are, have the top three, Jalen Mbakwe, Demarcus Riddick, and Perry Thompson. And from that 20, how many will we – at the end of the day, how many did Auburn want? So if they don't recruit Kavion Henderson, if they don't – well, like, Tavares Banks is a really good player. They seem to like him a lot. But, man, like we've talked about over and over, the DB board is loaded. Yeah. So I don't know – We are they going to push for this guy? I don't know. Who knows? Oh, and, and listen, here's some names in the top – number 16, Damian Thompson. Never heard of him. Um, oh, yeah. he is, he's a DB from Mars Hill Bible Mars School Hill in Florida. Yeah. Ronnie Royal, who is a potential guy to keep an eye on, running back from yeah. Gulf Shores. I would Josh, definitely keep an eye on him. Josh Flowers from Baker, a quarterback. Auburn definitely doesn't want him. He's committed to Mississippi State, I believe. Um, and then Jaden Lewis and Amon Lane. So of the top 20, Auburn probably is pushing for, at least to our knowledge, maybe 17 of them. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. So let's just talk about it out of those 17 that, that we're trying to actively get on campus, that they're actively recruiting. And, and we don't know necessarily where they sit on the board, but can you get enough of those 17 to be difference makers in this class? Well, F- Joe Phillips would give you three out of the top 20. If you truly lead for Cam Coleman and you land him, that's four out of the 20. And at that point, I think anything more than that is kind of gravy, to be honest with you. I mean, you'd love to have Jeremiah Beeman, but – the reality of it is, is there's a lot of off, there's a lot of defensive linemen between Auburn and let's say uh, Virginia Beach in that whole region that, that Auburn's after a bunch of guys. So they're, they're probably yeah. not going to have a hard time. They're going to be able to get some guys. Uh, there doesn't seem to be an offensive. Is there an offensive lineman in Alabama that they're going to? Yeah. Not. Yeah. Who? What, the kid? Who's the kid from Clay Chalkwell? That's him. Yeah, at 21. Jaquan McCroy, and then Malachi Harris, maybe a guy from Aniston. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard his name much. Uh, William a, Sanders from Brookwood. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a it's a down year for offensive linemen in the state. It's it's completely flipped from last year, where you could have taken a class basically out of Alabama and Georgia of top guys, and that would have really kind of submitted. I think. Yeah. Damn. There's two. The- it, Go ahead, Jaylee. Of the top 44, according to the On3 Industry Ranking, in-state players, only four are offensive linemen. Wow. Right. Malachi I mean, Harris, you think somebody mentioned him? You'd like to get either Beeman or Ross, right? If you could get one of those two, you'd probably be pretty happy on the defensive line. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I feel better of Beeman of the two, but I don't feel great about Beeman either. So No, that's going to be a tough, tough battle without Alabama for sure. I think Clemson's a big one for for Beeman too. So he's got he's not close to narrowing it down. Every time I talk to him, he he can't he can't come up with you know the same amount of, same schools every time. It's somebody different every time. That means to me, I, I'm still really open to everybody. Still trying to figure it out, which is fine. You know, I mean, it's really, I've got to like to wait. I I don't know about you guys. It's really looking like the, the state of Georgia is going to be Auburn's. Yeah. State. At the end of the day, when we measure their their class and how it performs, it really, now they're going to get some guys out of Alabama, obviously. They're going to probably grab a few out of, out of Mississippi, too. They'll probably grab so. a few out of Florida. Texas, maybe. I think the Florida board down here is going to shift a lot as uh, as guys yeah. commit to Texas. Exactly. But, I mean, you could see, I don't know, just going off the top of my head, it looks like you could probably see seven to ten guys maybe out of the state of Georgia that could be where Auburn really cuts its teeth this cycle. You talk about all these guys. And Jamison Riggs, I mean, I didn't mean to overlook that guy. I mean, they have him super high on the board. He's only a three-star guy, right? So, you know, that's one of those ones where fans don't get excited. They see three-star, and they've got him higher on the board, according to Cole and Jeff Sintel, than a lot of these guys that are mid to high four-stars, you know. So, yeah. And I think Riggs is a four-star in 
it, at least two other. Um, Cole, would you say he's higher than Jaquan McCroy? I would. Who's a four star? Yeah, I would without hesitation. I would say he is. I think so too. A lot, a lot of variables here when you're when you're um, looking at a class, but I, you got DJ Barber down there who Auburn has oh, yeah. higher higher than this. You know, DJ yeah. Barber I believe is at twenty six or twenty seven. So you take off. Let's say you take off take off the three guys in the top twenty that Auburn isn't interested in. Then got go it. down below there and and, and and give me three guys who Auburn is interested in. Put them up there in that twenty. Now you've got twenty guys in the state of Alabama that Auburn's interested in that Auburn wants. Uh, most of most of whom Alabama wants, most of whom uh, Georgia wants, Clemson wants, and then let's let's measure from there. Right. Sounds good to me, Jeffrey. If you take that lit from number twenty to number thirty in the state of Alabama every year, there's guys that make the NFL from that. Oh yeah. Number oh, 30. absolutely. What, very good state. It really like is. look. Malik Blockton is number thirty, oh, yeah, and Blockton. he's he's got offers from pretty much everything. How about the DB from Montgomery that that wanted to go to Auburn so bad? Oh, we went to the Cam Taylor. The kid from, yeah, from Park Crossing. And now he's starting in the Super Bowl. Did he start in the Super Bowl or yeah. the AFC Championship game? I can't remember. He plays for the Bengals. Oh. He plays for the Bengals. Cam used to play quarterback for the team I coached for. Yeah, and that was a guy begging to go to an all. Now you can't look. Hindsight's twenty twenty. I'm not ripping any staff or not ten, but that that illustrates the quality of the guys that you're going to find in that twenty to thirty range too. And even with Auburn, I mean, where was Daniel Thomas? And, yeah, where was where was Roger? Your career may have been in the top twenty before before all was said and done, but there's a lot of really talented players in that. Yeah, I think Jeffrey. I think the top thirty is probably a better indication. How, how about um, Auburn's two top guys at corner right now? Nehemiah Pritchett and DJ James. They yeah. were both really low in the state of Alabama. I bet you they were top thirty-five guys. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think that's probably about right. I, I know DJ was top 25. I can't even remember where Pritchett ended up. I mean, he was a Greg Brown special. Saw him in a camp doing press man and said, let's sign this kid. Yeah. Which, by the way, um, guy from Georgia that that's, will be at Auburn Friday, Christian Peterson from Westlake, is actually from Dothan, Alabama, and recently moved to Atlanta. Um, so he has a lot of familiar- familiarity with Auburn and I think he's a corner. I think they like him at corner, from what I understand. And they're going to get a couple corners. They're going to have to because Pritchett and James are gone. Right? I guess if we could get a number, it'd be nice. I don't know if we can. How many more corners are they going to take? How many more safeties are they going to take? Is the total six to aggregate? Because they got about 30 really good guys, maybe 25 yeah. really good guys yeah. that are recruiting at those two positions. And I'm trying to figure it all like Tavares Banks, where does he sit on the board? The kid from Warner Robins that just visited, what, a week ago? That kid's a really good player. Where does he sit on the board? Yeah. I think he's high. I mean, I, I think he's real high. Well, I mean, the kid from Tampa Catholic, Grimsley, that visited just two days ago. Where's he on the board? I mean, they have a hell of a list of guys at corner and safety. I guess first and foremost, I need to try to track down how many guys they want because it's, it can't be that many. Um, I feel so good about that position. I know you guys – those two positions, I know you guys – think- Two more corners at least because Jaden Lewis is kind of projected as a guy that's going to play more safety than corner yeah, as of yeah. right now. So probably two more corners. You've got a nickel in the class already. Um, maybe two or three safeties contingent on how they plan, like what the attrition rate is in the safety room. You've got a lot of safeties, and not every one of those guys are going to play. And multiple, several of those guys are guys that are going to be in the, in the program for two, three years that probably, if they're not going to be in the 2D, are going to get the itchy trigger finger come next year and jump into the portal. Having two guys they like already committed, and if you can get a guy like Crawford on board, let's say, it's going to the numbers are going to play to their advantage. Like you guys were talking yeah. about with Phillips, the spots, hey, there's limited spots. Yeah. You start getting, once you get up to three and four guys committed in the secondary, I think that works to the advantage of Wesley McGriff and, and uh and Zach Etheridge, who are dynamite recruiters and have Auburn in the ballgame with so many guys, and they're going to be able to really leverage the, start leveraging those guys, quite frankly. Oh, absolutely. And you saw Travis do that. I remember watching Travis Williams do that with that big linebacker class he took when you had Cam Riley and Desmond Tisdall and, and Wesley Steiner, and he got one in the boat, and you saw Travis start to go to work. And, look, he had a big-time guy from North Carolina that ended up at Clemson that may end up being a – yeah, you know, first round draft pick in that class. Unfortunately, he decommitted. But you saw Trav start to put the pressure there on several guys, saying, "Hey, if you want in, 
you better get in now. And I guarantee you Zach and Crimedall will do the same thing. You're absolutely right, Keith. I think we've talked about this before, but if there's one guy, of course the freaking yard guy shows up. <laughs> no, uh, so I apologize for the uh, – certainly not me. Um, if you could have well, – besides Cam Coleman, who, who's your – would love to get to make a statement guy in state? Oof. In state? Mm-hmm. I see. Jeremiah Beaven. Oh, that's who I'd go with. Okay. Because you're talking Birmingham. Yeah. Alabama territory. Um, I, I, absolutely, for a premium position. Defensive tackle is a premium position. That's a guy they absolutely want. To me, that's your statement. I, I agree. And I, getting Joe Phillips would be huge, don't get me wrong. But as Demar- far as Demarcus Riddick. Demarcus Riddick would be the, uh, a huge statement. Oh, there's, yeah. To me, there's two questions there. One, the statement, and one, the guy you you really feel like would be successful at Auburn. To me, that's DJ Barber. Me and Jay Head have talked about that a million oh, times. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yes. man. Reminds me I a lot of – he just reminds me of Zacoby McClain, Deshaun Davis, just those guys with all that passion that play linebacker and play it the right way and have done such a good job at Auburn. Maybe not go to the NFL, but they did great at Auburn. You know what I mean? So you've mentioned the two guys I compare him to. When I hear him talk, I think Deshaun Davis. Yeah. He, You know what I mean? He makes statements and quotes like Deshaun used to make. Right. When I see him play, I see Zacoby but about 20 pounds heavier. That's exactly what I see. Yeah. For, for all the talk of Hugh Freeze's offenses and quarterbacks and receivers and defensive backs, he, if you look at Hugh's history, his teams have been built, like all great coaches, from the inside out. And so that's why, to me, Beeman would be – yeah, that, that gets you going. Okay, that gets you going. Mm-hmm. It, quite frankly, Auburn's defensive line in the last couple of years, now it, I, we think it'll be better this year with some of these transfers, but – Gosh, it really was so good with Montrevious and Dontavious and, and Derek Brown, those guys. And yeah. we haven't yeah. seen that the last couple of years, right? This guy's just kind of holding steady in there. And so this is a guy to me, I'm with you guys. I, so, Jeffrey, was that your pick too, Beeman? I, I, th- I think there are four guys in state that would make – a lot of you know, make a statement. Statement guys. We know Cam okay. Coleman. We know Cam Coleman's a statement guy. Yep. I think Jeremiah Beeman is a statement guy. Yep. yep. I think Demarcus Riddick is obvious statement guy. You flip yep. him from yep. Georgia. All right, now we're talking. I, I still think Joe Phillips is a statement guy. I really. I'll give you one more. Yeah. Okay. Kevin Riley is a statement guy. Yeah. You land that one yeah, out is. of t- and and look. I don't know where he sits on Alabama's board. I know they're recruiting him, but they're recruiting a lot of running backs you know, a, that, are, that, are, that are highly ranked. They're not recruiting him as hard as Auburn, he told me. Right. If you can get that kid out of Alabama's back, and to me, Jeffrey, you just named the five guys that are, if you can land those five in this class, that is a, that's a successful, a hell of a successful recruiting class from the state of Alabama. And then you Perry, too. Go ahead, Cole. Perry Thompson, too, would be my other one. Yeah, you flip an Alabama commitment, but I'm, you know, I've learned my lesson, dude. Here's, here's my issue with Kevin. I say that every year, then I'm like, I don't know, man. Auburn can play. Here's my concern with Kevin Riley. Though. Suppose you get him in the boat in August, and and then Alabama decides in November 10th. Yeah. All right. You know what? December 9th. This is the yeah, exactly. This is the guy. I mean, you could. I mean, you got to take chances. It's like like this golf hole behind me. Risk reward, right? Yeah, man. Oh gosh. Oof, boy, that would just—it could work in the other way too, right? It so, could. You know. It depends on the kid, though, because if Alabama, like, if he commits to Auburn and he shuts it down, yeah, you know what I mean. And Alabama was slow playing, and it, that can—I mean, we saw that work out with uh, who's the kid from down in Mobile that was the linebacker that was committed to them, Robert yeah. Woods. I'm sure what, yeah, uh, Robert Woodyard. Woodyard. Yeah. I think they, they were going to gray shirt him at the end. I, I believe there was something. Jeffrey, you heard that too? Yeah, they were. They were going to take him. Yeah, yeah they they were going to take him. That that was my understanding too. But yeah, kind of like what they did with. Uh, can't think of the guy's name now. I'll Auburn. give you a better example. Yeah, Rock Thomas, where they slow played him at the very beginning, and then they came back in on Rock later on down the line when they missed yeah. on a couple of guys, and he stuck with Auburn. 
Well, Carryon Johnson was one too, where they initially recruited him as a defensive back and then switched up their recruitment of him to say, okay, yes, absolutely, we will take you as running back. But he was in Huntsville. Rock Thomas was at Oxford. Jerez Parks. This, kid, this kid's got to yeah, Park. This kid's got to drive through Tuscaloosa to get to Auburn, right? I mean, that's true. I mean, that's you know, you're right. Now, if you're going to turn the corner as a program, you got to you got to win some of these too. So, I, you know, they may be saying, "To hell with the risk." This is Auburn. And, and can I just say that's why I don't love the motto that's out on Twitter. Why not Auburn? And, and I'm not. I don't want to be critical of people at Auburn. That, that's really something that's been was started not this sure. time, but the last time. But that's like saying, why not Middle Tennessee? Mm. I say this is this is Auburn, not why not Auburn. That, that's all. I, I just I, I've been wanting to get that off my chest for a while. You know. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. I uh, we we've got a lot of recruitment. Man, this is it's going to be fun. I think this class is going to be fun to cover. I think it's going to be fun to follow. Obviously, we'll be doing it all at Auburn Live on three. Um, any hot ouches this week? Yeah. Okay. How about you to Bruce Pearl and the boys for today? Um, let's see if they can't pull a big one out in Birmingham. You know, he's probably looking like Meredith Burgess from Rocky right now, getting the team pepped up in the locker room. Me, you got to do it, me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, look, how about you to them? Look, this has been a tough season for them um, from the standpoint that they have not played at the level that they wanted to play at. Can they turn it on now in the postseason? I'd love to see them do it today versus a uh, pretty evenly matched Iowa team. Well, people listening know whether or not you're right, and they're either saying, kiss my ass, Jay Head, or nice job, big dog. Hey, go big or go home, right? Hey, yeah. <laughs> CP, co-pasting. Yeah, e- E-L-Y, Ely, I'm not sure how you say it. You all know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Eli. That's my one, Eli. Yeah, All right, I like it. I like it. A little limited there, uh, Neebs. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, the the whole Auburn basketball staff because, you know, throughout this whole year we're watching this team play and you're like, man, this is not pretty, right? This is yeah. not this is not pretty. Ball screens, 25 footers, but you know, we we got a little debate on the site last week. In the last week, you know, there's you have to separate the recruiting from. The actual coaching. This was not the best built team. They also yeah. lost two guys in the top ten picks of the draft as well. But not the best built team. That happens, right? That's why what Duke did over those forty years was so incredible. Yeah, that they could rebuild every single year. You never forgot about Duke. And there's only a few people that can do that. But when you take a look at the coaching to have a twenty win season, that be considered a down year. This the floor used to be. We were walking on the floor. Now the floor is on four heads, right? So that's impressive. So kudos to those guys. And also one more, how about you? Uh, we're going to go with Rice again. <laughs> oh, I hear you. That guy, he, he just continues to eat turd sandwiches every day. And they're for <laughs> you. May I have another? They're for <laughs> no. If they fill him up, he loves it. He doesn't get too many calories from him. He maintains his weight. He's uh, a <laughs> hell of a guy, man. No. First Bella Hall of Famer or Shamer, whichever one you prefer. Uh, oh, yeah. Keith, to your point on the basketball floor, you could buy tickets when I was in college at Auburn for 10 bucks. You could literally buy, you could buy tickets for 10 bucks and walk right in. Try to find a ticket for $10 right now to an Auburn basketball game. It's, it's so fun to watch. When I was a kid, we couldn't afford to go to Gator football season tickets. We couldn't go that route. We didn't have the money. What we could afford were Gator basketball season tickets. You want to know why? Because they were five and freaking 22. <laughs> five and 22 with like one conference win. And so we, we were able to, as a family, get down on the ground floor. And so to the people that were with this Auburn basketball program from the gr- ground floor, they're yeah. not ever going to forget this ascension and then kind of the miracle that it's been. And, and, uh, you know, we'll see. Someday somebody's going to have to replace Bruce, but, and maybe the program will be on such good footing that it won't hurt them. You don't know. He may do that good of a job. It's a destination now. I, uh, I I've got a couple, not not many. I usually I, I usually have more than this, but we've been uh, less time gandering at the board and more posting at this point, which is fun, man. We've had a lot of a lot of content, a lot of intel coming up on the corner at the Auburn Live on three message board. How about you to War Eagle J five? How about you to Braylon Copeland, who is a sixth grader at Drake 
elementary school. He is all about some on three, big dog. <laughs> I like it. He is he, he he is a short little kid, but he's a fantastic athlete. And I guarantee you he's going to have an on three profile when he gets older. He's really quick, man. I uh, went on a field trip with Brooks, and this kid was the nicest, most well-mannered kid, so much so that I was like, I want to talk to your mom and just tell her how good of a kid you are. He was awesome, awesome. man. He was awesome, man. So I've been taking uh, Brooks and Jake, and, and, and uh, Braylon's been going with them to church on Wednesday nights. Jessica will take them, and I'll go pick them up. Um, and then, and so, but every time I take him home, it's Mr. Lee. You know, you think we're gonna get Grace McCall? Uh, what, what about you know, Terry Thompson's coming in? Do you think we can flip him? Demarcus Ritter? You think I'm going, dude? You're in sixth grade, and he knows. I, I said, dude, you got to call into the show one night. You ask better recruiting questions. Yeah, I'm calling. I, 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 but so, and, and his mom, Miss Cassandra. So, how about you to Braylon Copeland and Miss Cassandra, his mother, and also how about you to Ellie Oldham? I finally met Ellie yesterday. Yeah. Yes. I finally met her, man. Really cool chick. She was right in there. Me and Cole and uh, who was it? Uh, Jason Caldwell and Christian were yeah. all sitting around shooting the shit, and she was right there with us, buddy. I mean, you know, she wasn't, uh, you know, over here in the corner. She was right there slinging it with us, man. So uh, how about you to Ellie? Does a fantastic job for Auburn Live on three. Uh, great show, fellas. We will be back uh, Sunday night for the call-in show. We'll see if we can't get Braylon to call in and uh, – and give yeah. us some topics, man. Um, Do you think Rice is the worst poster as well? Do we know or or not? Uh, he definitely thinks Jay has the worst poster. There's no question. <laughs> is he not a Jay Head fan? What? I is he not a Jay Head fan? I have no idea. I will bet. We've got to get him some on three. We'll have, on three we'll, have get, we'll have to get him yeah. a pullover or something like that. Definitely. I, I, I bought Braylon. Braylon, so I bought, bought Brooks and uh, Jake and Luke all – on three hoodies, because hoodies are the thing you now for these kids, right? They wear oh, hoodies yeah. 95 degree weather. Um, <laughs> and I bought, I bought all them for Christmas. Well, Braylon was like, Where'd you get that on three, Brooks? You're, you're on all three? He's like, Yeah, my dad works on. Oh my God. So I got Braylon an all three hoodie. Now, but I think it's too big for him. He's, he's real little, but he's like a Sean Shivers. It, it's okay. Not, hey, it's not a terrible idea, Jeffrey, to have him. Gives his get some takes on the board. He's probably he, he's probably going to be right as much as anybody else on the board, right? I mean, <laughs> oh, no question. He, he's really, I mean, he's he really knowledgeable for a sixth grader. He's very knowledgeable about recruiting. He follows it. And um, oh, okay, Zach was personally attacked by the hoodie company. <laughs> <laughs> I wear hoodies too. I, don't get me wrong, man. I'm, I'm I, in the freaking summer. I have Can worn you, out Jeffrey, my three really, hoodies. They that like. They they got holes in them just about. I wear them so much. My 14-year-old nephew cruising around, 92 degrees, hoodie on with shorts. And I'm yeah. like, bro, what? what, yeah, what this is? And, then, and then they go, man, it's hot. I'm like, well, take your freaking hoodie off, big dog. <laughs> yes. Great. Day in the morning. Um, all right. We'll be back Sunday night call-in show, 6.30 p.m. Central Time. We're looking forward to some really good calls. We'll find out how the Auburn basketball team did. Follow along all this recruiting going on. Uh, as well as the scrimmage Friday. Uh, we're going to have all the content there at Auburn Live on 3. We'll do our very best to keep you guys informed as possible. One more time for anybody looking to buy or sell a home in Auburn or Opelika, anywhere in Lee County, give Jessica Andrews a call with the Talents Group, 334-704-4442, and she will help you out, man. Tell her we sent you. Thanks again, everybody. We appreciate everybody listening. We appreciate everybody watching. For Keith, for Cole, for Jay head for Zach in the back, I'm Jeffrey Lee, man. Y'all sat at that left lane. See ya.